Blog Talk Radio. the election. The election is a battle in a war. It is not something unto itself. The result of this election in itself is a matter of indifference. It's a question of how the battle is won and lost, which is important. But there's another issue here. There's also an issue of World War III. And World War III is between the British Empire, better known as the Anglo-Dutch liberal banking financial system on the one side, and the principal nations of Eurasia, Russia, China, India, and other nations, are the targets of intended warfare by the British Empire, which is already turning Europe into a mere colony of the British Empire through the program of the Lisbon Treaty. If the Lisbon Treaty were adopted, and is being pushed for adoption now, there would not be a single nation on the continent of Europe, west of Belarus and Russia, which had any sovereignty whatsoever. The British Empire would control the entirety of that region of Europe, from Portugal to the borders of Belarus and Russia, as a puppet of the Anglo-Dutch liberal financial interests. It is those interests represented in the United States for a long time have taken over control of the U.S. dollar, control of the United States. Now they're moving in for the kill. The same cartel that put Mussolini into power in Italy, the same cartel that put Hitler into power in Germany. And we're now at the brink of something like a Hitler power taking over the United States. If they grab the United States, then they will grab all of Europe under the Lisbon Treaty. If they control the United States and the parts of Europe under the Lisbon Treaty, 
Navy, then you will have an actual fighting war emerging on this planet. You will have dictatorship. You will have mass starvation. The elimination of whole sections of the population of, of parts of the world through starvation. And that's part of the British program. It's the food war. That's the situation. We're not dealing with an election. We're dealing with whether there is in the United States, in the top layers of society, the moral fitness to survive. And so far, the vote is, in the leadership of the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, neither is morally fit to survive. They're as unmorally fit to survive as the people who backed Mussolini and backed Hitler back in the 1920s and the 1930s. And if we allow this to happen, we will get the same kind of treatment that the victims of Mussolini, Hitler, and so forth suffered. That's really sad. We have to win this war against that evil empire. Yeah, right. 
Obama, President Obama went over to Moscow early uh, a couple of weeks ago, about a month, two months ago, and early July, and uh, they were talking about. He was talking about a new type of threat, and that new type of threat was suitcase nukes. Now I'm a, now I'm, I'm gonna try my best not to mix up anybody today because, um, but I see something coming down the pike. Um, I see a some type of suitcase nuke attack. Now, I, now listen to me. Listen to me carefully. I am not a prophet. I get it wrong, big time, but I like getting it wrong. I don't come on these shows to boast that I'm right, or I told you so. A lot of times I am right, <clears throat> but if you listen to some of my past shows, I've got things wrong, and I like getting things wrong. But here's what I, I, I'm nervous about, and God has not given us the spirit of fear, but it's a different type of nervous for people. I'm nervous for people. I'm anxious that people hear the gospel. Um, today's show is going to be on one-day judgment. And you say, what do you mean by one-day judgment? I believe when God gets ready to intervene back in history, it would happen so fast that no one will be able to respond. And I'll say that again. When God gets ready to intervene back in history, it'll happen so fast that no one will be able to respond. So I am jumping around. Now let me go back to the suitcase nukes. President Obama's approval rating is at fudge state level. Most presidents need some type of crisis. And I'm not talking about a financial crisis because those crisis need more like legislation um, and possibly smoke and mirrors to fix. He needs something where he can take control of the masses and, and, and change the public opinion of his goals, which is a socialist empire. See, President Bush's goals were... Um, his goals were um, much uh, of an American empire um, to control oil and to control the price, uh, control different territories in the Middle East, trying to build an empire from outside. Uh, the pre current president that we have now is trying to uh, control a socialist empire, so he's a communist. He he wants to control he thinks government is God, basically. And we must pray for our president. Okay. Now, um what I'm gonna talk about is I'm gonna sort of tell you what I think could and I say a big could with a capital double capital C could happen in the next couple of days, um, or going into next year. Now, we're fast approaching some events that will change history forever. We're going to make 9-11 look like a Girl Scout meeting. 
we're facing uh, <clears throat> end time intervention into history by God. He will intervene back in history. Now, Rosh Hashanah is on the 19th, 20th, 19th, well, I think it's yeah, the 19th and 20th of this month. Now, if you see war break out at that time, I'm a pre-trip rapture person. So if you see war break, break out at that time and, and it looks major, uh, keep your TV set on, not for the purpose of cheering the war efforts on, but for the point of keeping your eyes open. The Bible says to watch and pray. Pray for those people involved. Now, if if uh, things escalate around that time, then my premise would be right that Rosh Hashanah, now no man knows the day and hour. Now let me explain that. And I don't pretend to know. Um, Africa right now, it's daytime. Where I'm at, it's nighttime. Where you probably have you in the United States, it's nighttime too. Therefore, uh, it's a good possibility that we don't know um, the day and hour because of different time zones. And then uh, Israel's time is they their time their day starts at night. Our day starts at dawn or in, in the morning. So no man knows the day and hour. If you just look at that. Now, the holiday Rosh Hashanah is the holiday that no man knows the day and hour. Now, is there a possibility that, that Jesus was right when he said no man knows the day and hour? Because for me, when the rapture happens, and I am a preacher of rapture person, when the rapture happens, it's going to be a different time for me for me than it is somebody in Africa. For me than it is somebody in, in a state over. Just one, just one couple states over. It's a different time zone. So no man knows the hour for us. And then if you look at me versus somebody in Israel, or me and somebody in India, it's a different day, right? The uh, Rosh Hashanah, the Feast of Trumpets, is the is the holiday, the blowing of the trumpet, the blowing of the shofar. Now, I, this is just me. Now, this is no, my own doctrine. I just made it up, and I want you to join my cult, and I am evil. You know, and I'm going to have my house burnt down with me in it. No, it's not like that. You don't have to believe what I'm saying. Most, my Oprah Winfrey, she's so famous that she believes what she says is true. Most, a lot of people on the radio believe what they say is true. And if they really look in the mirror and look at the next guy over who has the radio program, they come to the understanding that it's impossible. If we stand at a big color on the wall that's a, you know, 8 by 11 piece of paper, and, and I say it's blue and you say it's black and it's actually green, who's right? Yeah. We live in our plastic bubbles and we think, what it, I have my sisters like that. <laughs> I mean, I grew up, whether you grew up with a sister or a brother or a friend who thinks they're right and you think you're right, and it's impossible. 
somebody, you know, sometimes we can all be right at the same time on different issues, maybe. Okay, so getting back to the one-day theory. I believe that Ezekiel 38 and 39 has a possibility of happening the day after Isaiah 17, or possibly close. To, it could be the same day. See, nobody in America, and nobody's history has ever seen uh, a World War Three, a, a major war like World War One and Two, take place in one day. That's going to shock the world by itself. Now, between now, if this is the year, I'm just saying, if this is the year, I believe when the, when Jesus Christ gets ready to come back, it'll be in the fall. So how do you know that? Well, it's an appointed time. And Leviticus 23, Jesus talks about an appointed time. When Jesus um, came on the earth, he set himself like flint towards the cross. So he knew what he had to do. Okay, so unleavened bread, first fruits, Passover, and Pentecost are the first four feasts. They all happen in the spring. And you notice even our geograph, even the holidays are pagan, but Passover is still in the spring. So all that stuff happened to Jesus in the spring. Now, the fall feast will take place in the fall. Duh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm talking to myself. So, if this is true, then no man knows the day and hour, but I can almost pinpoint when a possibility that Jesus Christ can intervene back in history, which is September, October. So if it's this year, I'm not making any predictions. I'm just telling you, this is what you look for. No man knows the day and hour, so I ain't trying to tell you the day and hour. Okay, Tuesday. Okay, Saturday. You know, Saturday at 1 p.m., 30 seconds later. You know, something like that. I'm not trying to tell you that. But I am trying to tell you if, this is a big if. Now, look, please, the English language is hard, the hardest language to learn because we have so many side languages, secondary languages, thirdary languages. That's not even a, uh, a word. I just made that up, thirdary. But, you know, what I'm talking about. there's slangs and and things. So what I'm trying to tell you, if we even confuse the if or is, what is, is. Remember Bill Clinton, what is, is. How are you going to change the meaning of is? Now you know you're wicked if you're trying to change the meaning of it. It depends on what is, is. That's crazy. But here's my point. If you see this happening, then it is a problem. I'm not telling you to party like it's 1999 until you see this happen. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for Christians, it is a joyful thing to say, we know when he's at the door. We can watch the news and say, uh-oh, the trumpet could sound, could sound, could sound. Remember the word could? When you say could, this could happen, people take you face value. that you, you said it's going to happen. No, not if you said I'm not the best. I got a 3.8 in English this time. That's the first time I ever got any high grade in English. However... The word if and could should not be changed. And as the society gets more wicked, we change words. So I'm telling you, if this could happen. If you see Israel 
and its neighbors go to war next week sometime. I'm just saying if. It could happen the next year. Anytime in September and October, I don't care if it's 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Jesus, the rapture, I can almost tell you right now, unless the rapture happens on Pentecost, it doesn't make any sense. If the rapture is Rosh Hashanah, which is a two-day event, so you definitely don't know the time, day and hour, it's impossible. But he was trying to tell the Jewish people who he's talking to with the Jewish people. In Matthew 24, there was no church yet. Tell me, am I right or wrong? There was no church at that time. But he was talking to Jewish people. No man knows the day and hour. Not even my father, not even my, not even me, not even the angels, but my father only. In a Jewish setting, like Abraham sending Eliezer to go out and find Isaac a wife, he goes, and he, Eliezer was standing by the well, and Rachel, was it Rachel or Rebecca? I can't remember. I was confused. But the girl came out, and he says, if this is the girl, ask her, have her ask me, do I need to feed my animals also? So he says, oh, my God, praise God, you know, and he goes back to the house, gives the father a diary, and says, Isaac will be back. Now, what is Isaac doing at this time? He's preparing a place for her. What did Jesus tell us in uh, John fourteen six? I go to prepare a place. John fourteen. I go to prepare a place for you. So he comes back at a appointed time. Do you know that Jesus Christ coming for his church is an appointed time? Now, for those who say there is no rapture, I beg you. To look at Revelations chapter six to Revelations nineteen twenty, then you'll find the word church. If he talks, if he's specifically talking about the church in verse chapters not one through three, and stop talking about it, then she send the red flag. No, he's talking about the elect. He should frustrate the saints. Talking about the Antichrist. Dog, the, see, see, the elect and the saints are there. Well, justify for me why the church isn't doing anything. Why aren't they sealed? Justify for me that. Then find the word church from chapter 6 to 19. Then tell me, was Moses called a saint? Was Elijah called a saint? Was, was Aunt Dorothy, down, you know, or the mailman who is a Christian, was, is he called a saint? Everybody that is set apart for God is called a saint. Now, the word elect belongs to Israel. But it also can belong to us because he elected us. He called us. No, no one can come to the Father unless he be drawn. So, with that being said, the word church is missing. Now, why wouldn't he continue to use the word church after church? Chapter 4 is beyond me. And there's only one reason the church is not there in the tribulation period. Now, answer the question for me. The 144,000 Jews, what are they there for? Decoration? And if he said, I shall build my gate, build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, then that means the church has to be gone because 
if the church is neutralized, then the gates of hell have prevailed against it. Now, you might say, well, what about all those Christians that died in China and Japan and blah, 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 and Korea, and they lost their lives? Because the devil, that's the devil's wrath. The tribulation period is God's wrath. The Bible says that the uh, uh, wrath is coming upon the world. He should keep us out of the time of testing. He should keep us from the wrath to come. It's a corporate wrath. When the Bible says he should keep us from the wrath to come, that's a corporate wrath. What do you tell the church of Philadelphia? I should keep you out of the time of testing. And where's the word church again? Now, here's the deal. The church of Laodicea is still there, but they're no longer called church again because they had to start all over. They know they don't belong, but they wasn't part of the church. What did God say? I never knew you. They was not part of the church. Okay. So, getting back to the church, the rapture of the church. The rapture. Now, if you look at Thessalonians chapter four. Jesus never touched the ground. Now, if you look at the book of Revelations, Jesus touches the ground, goes into the Mount of Olives in the mountains, and the, the place splits. So he actually touches the ground. Now, when he says uh, 45 days later, he, he, uh, he's going to enter. When, when all the when tribulation period is over, 45 days later, he should come back and reign and rule on the earth. Now, let's get back to the one-day surprise, a one-day scenario. Um, I'm going to take a caller. Hold on for a second. I hate to. Uh, I've been having bad luck with these callers. So, Hello? Hello? Caller? Caller? Maybe I got my, my thing down. I can't hear you. Okay, so the end times should come on the world like a snare. And that was talked about in, uh, in Luke 21. So the, the end times will come on people very surprisingly. They're not looking for it. And if that is the case, then could, uh, I'm going to read y'all. Uh, let me see if I can find Isaiah 17 right quick. Because I kind of, my little boy tore the pages out of my Bible. And he also tore the, because uh, I got one of them old Bibles. Uh, well, not old Bibles. I've had it for a while. Now, I want you to listen to Isaiah 17 because this is very important on the scene today. Uh, it looks like things are being set up. If you go to Jerusalem Post, it looks like little, little red flags that something can possibly take, o take off in the next couple of days. Uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu went over secretly to visit Russia. And uh, a lot of people are making a scuff that this could be a signal that he's going over to warn the Kremlin that he's going to smack Iran. Now, 
the Bible says that the Russia should come as a guard toward with them that they are with, meaning Iran. And one of the nations that they are with is Iran. Okay. So um, let's read this part, and then I'm kind of skip around. Um, um, so I'm in Isaiah 17, verse one. So the bur- bur- the burden of Damascus. Behold, Damascus is taken away from being a city, and it shall be a raven of heat. Now, no no time in history have Damascus ever been taken away uh, as from being a city. Um. Now, I, they, the Bible doesn't come out clearly and talk about Hamas and Hezbollah just talking about its enemies. But Hezbollah will probably end up giving Israel some problems in the next couple of days, which will appear to be another Hezbollah, or Israel-Hezbollah, Israel-Lebanon war. But the whole world is thinking it's going to blow over, so most people are going to begin at a second thought. Now... If this was the year, you're going to see some stuff kick down, not this weekend, but the next. And be careful, because if you see it pushing to World War III, the rapture, I always thought the rapture would happen in World War III. That doesn't mean, just because I'm saying it, doesn't mean it's right. I mean, don't mean I'm 100%. I'm not a prophet, okay? I'm not even close to being a prophet. Um, I'm scared to be a prophet. I'm scared that I don't even know why people even claim to be that. To me, that shows that they lack reverence for God. Because if you're wrong one time, I'm a watchman. And I don't go around carrying a license and say, I'm a watchman, therefore I'm going to be totally wrong. I'm just telling you because I'm happy, I'm, I'm praising the Lord, I'm joyful. I hate using the word happy, but I'm joyful that the Lord could come back at any moment. I'm looking for his coming. It's a purifying hope. I clean myself up. It's like we go, before you go to a prom or before you go to a wedding, you don't go with, uh, you know, smells, must. You don't cut the grass and then go straight to the prom or a wedding. You clean yourself up. And the great marriage supper of the Lamb is coming up. And I'm I'm asking God to please forgive me for all my sins. And I and it's a, I do that all the time for anything. And I'm also asking him to take my motives and make them pure. Show me what I should do. It's, the stuff that God tells you to do is so simple. It's so, it's so loving. It's like, spend time with me. You know, stuff like that. People are thinking, oh, he wants me to go around the block, turn left, turn right, and go up the street and then reverse the car and come back and, you know, reverse it. He's just telling you simple things to do. Come closer. I'm here. You know, we might want to have that oil in our lamps because the people who are looking the wrong way would get sideswiped. We have to be looking at the Lord in these last days. We are the last, last, last days. Even if it's next year or 2011, two years can go very fast. Very fast. So I'm not trying to be right or wrong, but I'm saying to y'all right now, if the, if next week passes when nothing happens, I'll be happy to do because I can, I, 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 I'm trying to build a uh, – by the way, um, I'm building a website called Omega Tube. So it's uh, Omega with a Z in front of it, Tube. Um, and it, it's sort of, uh, it's going to have a facelift in about a, at the end of the month. 
it's going to have a facelift on it. So it's 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 there, and you guys can go and join it. If you I mean put Christian videos on only, uh, I'm going to make another one for secular, but it's going to be rated 13. You know, for no stupid stuff is going to be on it, no foul stuff. And um, so go to Omega Two. It's, it's, it's not nothing protect, no, nothing spectacular. Just upload videos and join for free. And then um, you can say you were one of my first people. But as far as the Christian website, I'm trying to grow it. So hopefully, with the help of Blog Talk Radio, I can do that. Now the next nine eleven. Well, remember I was talking about Obama, President Obama, with suitcase nukes. Now I don't know if I can tie that to. Uh, Syria, but the next war with Israel will come against Hezbollah, which is in Lebanon, and Hezbollah's uh, leadership is partially uh, Hezbollah. Now, uh, Israel will get into it with Syria, and it says here that Damascus is taken away from being a city. Now, notice in Ezekiel 38 39, Damascus is not there. Huh, I wonder why. Well, it says that the masters should be taken away as a revelation heat. Now, here's the key to this verse, to this chapter, which is very, um, it says in verse, um, let's start at verse 12 of Isaiah 17. Woe to the multitudes of many people which make a noise like the noise of the sea, and to the rushing of nations that make a rushing like the rushing of mighty waters. The nations shall ride, rush like the rushing of many waters, but God shall rebuke them, and they shall flee far off, and shall be chased as the shaft of the uh, of, of the mountains before the the wind, and like a rolling thing before the whirlwind. And behold, at evening trouble, evening tide trouble, and before the morning. Now that's the key. Before the morning, he is not. This is the portion of them that spoil us and a lot of them that rob us. Now, if Israel is attacked after Damascus is taken out, what if they're attacked immediately? See, we have this notion that Russia could rebuild. To me, that's the hooks and the jaws. Now, I believe Russia is going to find out that Israel is also going to get oil in the Dead Sea. But that's beside the point. They are tied to Syria by treaty. And this thing can happen overnight. Okay. Now, Israel just went up, uh, Prime Minister just went up to Russia. And some people are having a scabettle that uh, it's a possibility that Benjamin Netanyahu told Russia that they were going to hit their nuclear facilities. And not necessarily getting the okay, but giving them a courtesy call. Yeah, you're right. It is too many tubes. I was thinking about doing something else, but I was trying. For my first website, I'm trying to sort of uh, make it familiar. And then on my next website, I'm going to try to venture off from the tubes. But I'm not trying to be famous. You know, if I can get 100, 200, 300 members, I'm just trying to spread God's word. Okay, so if I could just get, uh, I'm responding to the um, person in the chat room. I, I can't chew gum and walk at the same time, so I have trouble uh, looking at the chat room and uh, responding.
responding uh, uh, talking on the radio, excuse me. Um, is there a caller there? I'm trying to get this caller. I can't hear you. I apologize for that. I keep pushing the button for the caller, but I guess my speakers are not working. Uh, so, well, anyway, I believe that, um, is it a distortion in my speakers? I don't know what's wrong with these speakers. No, I really can't hear um, the speakers at all. I don't know what happened between now and the last time I was using my speakers. I have no idea of what's going on. Okay, um, so what I'm trying to tell y'all folks is that don't get it twisted. Um, 9-11, between 9-11 and January, 9-11 happened in September, between then and, and I was on the deployment at the time, and I knew about the new order. I knew about I was saved. I was born again, and I knew and I knew to watch the reaction of the American people. And surely, did when I got home uh, in October, I think I was on the deployment from September to October. When I got home, I said to myself, I said, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, but if I was a betting man. All the flags will be back off the car before the summer of 2002. Surely be it, they were all gone. I was watching the view. I was watching the tape of the view, talking about 9/11, and I thought it was a good thing that uh, they had uh, even even if they don't agree that there is a conspiracy about 9/11. I thought it was pretty good that they would have that issue on there anyway, because. In order to cause revolution, God forbid, uh, and take back the freedoms that the United States has um, or had, um, there's going to be a wake-up call. Somebody's going to wake up and say, well, this could have been, you know, and they're going to start saying, well, this is a conspiracy. But I don't know if that's going to be the, the thing that the, the straw that breaks the camel's back. I think the swine flu of forcing people to take the swine flu vaccination could be, when I say could be, the uh, catalyst for a revolution. Now, if you're a Christian out there, and you go to church, and you claim that you are born again, then you need to make sure there's oil in your lamp. You have to be. You have to look in the mirror and say, "Am I really right with God? Am I do I have a relationship with God?" Because believe it or not, it is the cross. What He did on the cross to take our sins away that is what saved us. However, however, if we don't have a relationship with Jesus and He's not our Lord, then we 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 we're not heading in the right direction. So just make sure that Jesus is your Lord and you are ready. Now, like I say, we should be ready every day because there are many people that walk out their front door and never to return. You know, and they have no idea that they're going to die that day. So now, just before before the rapture of the church or 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 judgment is coming upon the United States. And you might be involved in it. That's not the case. The case is that you should always be ready, especially from now on out, because three years is too much. I got a one-year-old child, and I would love to see him go into um, school and all this stuff. But, hey, 
my son is under the age of accountability, so I'm good. And I'm gonna raise my kids, even the older ones. I'm gonna raise them as they should go. You know, at least try. Now these kids today are getting rebellious, and they're they're doing exactly what Second Timothy three talked about. I ain't kidding. This kid, this kid, lived down the street from us. Is causing everybody problems. My son, he's causing my son big time problems. So uh, getting back to, I got about twenty minutes left. Uh, we are in the last days of the last days of the last days. We we're in the last minutes. Okay, so if you have kids, you know, talk to them. You know, if they are over the age of accountability, you need to really talk to them. Give them, let them know what's going on. If you got grandkids, let them know what's going. You know, because like if I'm right, you know, and I'm, I don't really care not to be, but um, I'm fearing that uh, the secret societies are going to kill off. And once you go to hell, you're in hell. Let's get that clear, and everybody, draw the picture for yourself. Think about this. Even if you don't believe in hell, just be the God's advocate for a second. Think about it. If the Christians are right, those gossiping, hypocritical, stubborn Christians that Jesus Christ actually died for, just like he died for you, are actually right, you don't want to take a risk. Think about it. Just think about it. Next time you're barbecuing, get close to the fire. Stick your hand on the fire grill in the kitchen. Now, don't do that, actually, because I might get a lawsuit. <clears throat> if you listen to me, then you really brain dead. But, um, you know, get close to some fire and see. Go take a hot, hot, hot shower and multiply that by a million. And see if you really, really, really think of this. And it seems like it's a child's thought. You know, but you should not enter the kingdom of God unless you enter it as a child anyway. So you might as well just get a head start. Think about being thrown into the lake of fire. Now, see, hell is, Hades is already bad enough. Now think about just, I'm claustrophobic. So imagine me in a closet full of maggots and worms and, and just things that are coming out and, and you don't even know what it is, just fighting you all day and the heat and the hot and the stink and all the that's Hades. Just think about that. Now think about being thrown into a lake of fire that's probably thousands of degrees Fahrenheit, but you still can live in it. That's deep. Okay, that that is beyond deep. My uh I don't even know if I'm still on the air because my chat my um switchboard just disappeared. So uh, I'm hopefully I'm still on air. I guess it has nothing to do with my switchboard because I don't have the premium package anymore. I like to get it back, but I just don't have it now. But uh, my uh, switchboard just completely disappeared. There it is. I'm back. But uh, I've been getting a lot of attacks <clears throat> and discouragements and all kinds of things. My last program, my last couple of programs that I had callers on were all evil. I'm just, <laughs> I'm not kidding with you. I'm literally either, either it's just a coincidence. I don't know if somebody, some of y'all heard me. I was kind of talking to my little boy because I love my little boy with all my heart, so don't get it twisted. But he came downstairs and uh, 
I told him not to come downstairs because I'm doing a radio program. And right on cue, Super Theme Song came on, boom, downstairs. And I didn't, I was like, go, go upstairs. What did I tell you? I think this, even from little boys to to whatever, to the phone ringing or beeping on you and you're on the phone doing a radio program, to the computer is always messing up every time I get on. So I know it's an attack from the enemy when I get on these shows because I'm pretty much blunt. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you, you're going to hell, like some of those preachers, which is needful in today's society, but you don't want to scare away people, but you do want to tell them the truth. You are going to hell if you don't get it right, but, you know, with love, with tact, okay? But um, one more, a couple more things before I, I get out of here. I got 15 more minutes. If you like potholes over streets of gold, raise your hand. I'm just kidding when I say that. If you like being healed and no sickness at all over being sick with cancer, raise your hand. There are Christians, and I now, um, Billy Joel has got to graduate from high school, or I got my I got to see my daughter get married, and I got to do this and I got to do that. Didn't Jesus say that? Your master, we have to go bury my my father. Let the dead go bury the dead. He was talking about motives. So even if you want to see your people say, God said, uh, Paul said, I watered a polished a, a planet, I watered, and God gave the increase. You cannot come to the Father unless you be drawn by the Holy Spirit. Some of these people who say, well, I'm saved, I'm born again, I'm all, you know, blah, 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 smash the devil and all this other stuff. You couldn't be saved unless God saved you. You couldn't have faith unless God gave you faith. He gives you every bit of your being except your evilness. Now, I, I'm changing the subject. I'm planning on having some more shows, and, I, and maybe some more shows about Rosh Hashanah, um, the blowing of the trumpets. Because, like, if next year happens, uh, and these things happen next year, we got another year. Go to uh, Daniel, I mean, sorry, go to YouTube, another tube, <laughs> the main tube, and, uh, and look up Daniel's timeline. And he doesn't really mention 2009, but there's no way that he can get to 2016, seven-year tribulation period, unless he counts 2009 in it. He does have 2009 written now, but he goes over the, over the Feast of Lord, and he explains that 2009 could be a possible rapture, or 2010, of course. The generation shall not pass, Jesus said in Matthew 24. So the, if it's a 70-year generation from 1948, go up 70 years, it's to 2018. 
but the generation won't go past 2018. So that is my preaching from now on, okay? That is my preaching from now on. The caller, can you hear me? I don't know what is wrong with this thing. Well, anyway, God bless everybody out there. Uh, I'm going to be um, trying to uh, have some uh, more shows throughout the coming days and the coming years, hopefully, because I've been sort of uh, trying to do these videos and I have a one-year-old kid, so it's just, and I'm in school, so I'm trying to get these videos put out, uh, and they're kind of hard to shoot because my computers are going too slow to, uh, to, you know, spice and cut off of the videos and try to get them all in one out there. The uh, time of testing that got what did he talk about and. Revelations is the tribulation period. So he told the uh, and the was called and the church of Lady Seaton with Seaton. God's will, and then be careful what you think that uh, that is God's will, because it may not be God's will, um, and that's just a fact. Okay, my uh, switchboard just went out again, uh, but um, we need to uh, really get ready, even if it's next year, even if it's 2011. I don't think it's going too far. After this year, well, I mean, we're really down, up and down a slippery slope. Um, that eclipse, trust me, that eclipse is the longest eclipse, one of the longest eclipses. It also was uh, three, um, six minutes and 39 seconds or 6-6. Six, six. I don't know if you can add another six in there. 6.6 6 seconds. So God is talking. He's speaking. Now, if that does that mean that the rapture is going to happen now? That eclipse came over a 10-day Jewish holiday, uh, observance day, excuse me. It is far from a holiday. It's the times of off when the Jewish people lost both temples. <coughs> uh, uh, Adolf Hitler gave a decree to destroy the Jewish people, and uh, the temple in 70 AD was destroyed. Um, so uh, at this time, well, actually, Lebanon War, one and two, or at least two started at this time. I don't know about one. Um, so, like I say, that, that eclipse is not there for just decoration. God is trying to tell us something. Now, I thought something was going to happen in the middle of that 10-day time, but it didn't. And I suppose it's gonna, something's going to take place this year sometime, and I'm suspecting if it does, it'll be in the next couple of next, it'll be before the end of the 21st of September. And if that is the case, we need to pray. We need to seriously pray for our land and pray for our nation and pray for our country and pray. And then when you're done, 
to pray. Yeah, I think I am too close to the microphone. The thing too, uh, I I I really think that's the case. But I got a habit of putting my mouth up too close to the uh, mic, um, and I don't know why I do that. Um, some of y'all uh, go check out uh, Gerald Salente on YouTube. Go check out Michael Savage. I like Michael Savage. Uh, go see if you can find uh, Chuck Smith and various now. Before I leave, I'd like to tell you all that God would not do anything unless he told his prophets, preachers, and teachers first. And a lot of the real, true Bible-believing preachers, and I ain't talking about the ones that send me $50,000 for a love offering. I'm talking about, and when you only got two pennies, I'm talking about people who are strictly Bible, common salvation Bible, just simple you know, preach the gospel Bible, live the gospel Bible uh, life. Uh, these guys are all in unity that we're facing the end times. A lot of the, even the secular world, history channels talking about are we facing the end times. So 2012-13, to me, this is just my opinion, will be the time when the Antichrist enters the temple and says, I am God, and, and tells everybody to take a mark. I think it would be 2013. I think the Daniel's Timeline, you'd enjoy Daniel's Timeline. Go to YouTube and listen to Daniel's Timeline. You will enjoy it. Um, it's a 12 series, 12 series, so you might want to just jump to, uh, if you don't want to watch the whole thing, jump to um, to the eight, uh, part 8. But you may need to read, listen to all of it in, in order to understand um, what's going on. Um, and that will give you an idea why I think 2009 or 10 could be the time that Jesus intervenes back in history. When he does, for those who have kids, he might want to really reconsider those little babies because there's going to be a lot of crazy loony, I mean, excuse me for saying it, but it's going to be a lot of people going crazy when their baby disappears, especially their first baby. I feel bad for people already. I really do. I mean, I'm not saying, oh, you demon because you're not born again. I'm just, there's some good people, nice people out there. And I don't say good, but nice people. You know, people give you their shirt off their backs quicker than the Christian will. So uh, I hurt for people who are going to be missing kids. Because our age of accountability is what? We don't know. After being around my son, though, I'm pretty sure it's not 14. It could be. Of course, you have to be, um, well, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> but 14 years old could be, but we need to raise our kids the way they should go. You know, and that is that the way they should go is Jesus Christ, him crucified, him rose from the dead. Death, burial, and resurrection. Okay, that covers all the spring feasts. That covers him and our lives. If we're having any problems with sexual sins or anything like that, we need to go to God. Go closer to him. Ask him to deliver us. Get your mind out the world and the things of the world. Of course, we can't get out of the world yet until he raptures us on or we die. But we need to put him first and ask him to deliver us from these sins that easily beset us. And let us run the race. 
that he set before us. Because it's a race the devil don't like you to run. If he can slow you up, it's not a matter of, in the in, in God's eyes, it's not a matter of you um, trip up a few times. He just wants you to make sure you finish the race strong. The devil, on the, on the other hand, wants you to trip up. But he wants you to not only trip up, but he wants you to give up. And you should not give up no matter what happens to you. Especially now. I mean, I can never say this too many times, but the next the next couple of days, next couple of weeks, next couple of months is gonna be very important for the church. For people who wanna barely make it in or make it in as by fire or make it I'd rather make it in as by fire than be down here. See, some people think it's going to be all fun and games. Well, I'll just move to the hills. You can't even afford to move where you at. I ain't going to move to the hills. Well, I'll just give me a few guns and keep my powder dry. Okay, have fun, because once they catch you out in the open field, they're going to shoot you. You say, why do you think it's so negative? Because the Bible says that even if you go into a house and put you in, and you're tired of your rest, trying to hide from somebody, there's a spider on the wall. Even if you go down and hide and you fall and you hide in a the pit, there's a snake down there. No matter where you go, there's going to be some. The Bible says that the Antichrist should frustrate the saints. The 144,000 Jews are going to do their job, which is to preach the gospel to the whole world. The church is not here. I don't care what you try to do with it. The church is not here. Okay. I um, would like to do a show tomorrow sometime if I can get some time. And then I'd like to start doing a show. Um, and then what I'll probably do is send out invitations, do a special show on Thursday, and try to get people to pay attention. <laughs> Even if nothing doesn't happen on Rosh Hashanah or that weekend. Uh, at least you have heads up for the next year or the next year after that. Because he's soon to come. We just don't know when. Okay. The Feast of Trumpets. God has held all the other appointments. Uh, never bread, first fruits, Pentecost, Passover. He's held all those. Jesus has fulfilled all those already. He just got three more to go. Yom Kippur to Tabernacle and the Feast of Trumpets. He's got one more to go. So we need to uh, stay in prayer for the United States of America. We need to uh, pray for our nation, uh, pray for our leaders, even if we don't like them. Uh, pray for our country because uh, Fox and all these other news people are calling good evil and evil good. They call them white, blue, and blue-white. You know, psychedelic, they call them their green. Of course, if you rub all the colors together, it might. But uh, you guys, uh, people out there, have a blessed day. I'll be praying for you as a nation. I'll be praying for you as a blog talk radio people. And I'll just be praying for y'all here. We need to pray for each other, especially Christians out there. Uh, love your neighbors yourself. And um, uh, go up on... Um, once again, it's Omega Two a Z with it's Omega with a Z in front of it Two dot com, and maybe in about a year or so, I try to change the name of it. But uh, if I'm still here, hopefully I'll get raptured and I'll be able to walk the streets of gold. 
with all of you wonderful people out there, all you say wonderful people. God bless, and, and see you all until next time, unless the Lord comes. Bye.